Hello, welcome to Spiritual Warfare. My name is Teresa. I will be reading from the book by Jensen Franklin, Overcoming When You Feel Overwhelmed, Five Steps to Surviving the Chaos of Life. Follow the stones. There are times, however, that you have to look back to look ahead. God leaves us with lasting markers in this life that remind us to endure in the present so we can look forward to the future. In February 1947, Douglas McEnan was a 33-year-old Army meteorologist working in China. Out of nowhere, he made a strange career move and took an assignment at the U.S. State Department's most remote outpost called Taiwan, a windy and rugged area in western China. Thing was, Macronan wasn't really a meteorologist. He was a spy for the CIA at his new post near the Soviet-Chinese border. Upon arrival in Taiwan, he spent hours each day transmitting encrypted messages and forming contacts with anti-communist white Russians. In August 1949, the State Department shut down the Taiwan consult. All personnel were advised to leave the country immediately. Macronan, however, was told to stay behind to destroy the cryptographic materials and monitor the situation. According to his wife, who spoke about it years later, it's possible that Macronan also wanted to remain on post to listen for the first possible Soviet atomic test. Macronan and four others left a few days after everyone else. Their only route of escape was through dangerous terrain, taking them to India by way of Tibet. As they journeyed through the Himalayas, they came across some nomads who helped point the way toward India by telling Macronan and his crew to look for ancient carns. A carn is a pile of human stacked stones that commemorate dead family members. People couldn't dig graves in frozen grounds for family members who died on the path. Instead, their bodies were covered with stones as a mark of respect and honor, serving a second purpose. These carns would then be used as geographical markers. As Macronan passed each carn, he was reminded that he was headed in the right direction. As long as he followed the stones, he would be on the right path that would lead him to freedom. While he and his team ultimately made it to the border, eight months after evacuating, in a tragic misunderstanding, the Tibetan border guards began shooting at the group. Macronan and two others were killed. Only two men survived to tell the tale. It's said that Macronan's body lies under a carn of its own. His carn joins a host of others that still help travelers find their own way in the frigid wilderness. Our lives are marked by loved ones 
and forerunners of the faith too. Generations who have gone before us and have left markers of their experiences to help us with our own experiences today. They may be gone now, but they have left us stones by which we can remember them and be encouraged to endure. The book of Joshua gives us a powerful example of such sacred markers. After 40 years of wandering, the time had come for the people of Israel to cross over into the promised land. Some four decades earlier, when the Red Sea had stood in their way, after they fled from the Egyptians, God had intervened. He had parted the water so his people could walk through on dry land. Once again, the people of Israel faced a similar predicament before they could enter the land of Canaan. Again, God intervened, performing another miracle. He rolled back the waters of the Jordan River, just as he had done with the Red Sea before, and the people crossed over into the land he had promised them. Joshua explained to the people how they could use stones to commemorate this moment. Cross over before the ark of the Lord your God into the midst of the Jordan, and each one of you take up a stone on his shoulder, according to the number of the tribes of the children of Israel, that this may be a sign among you when your children ask in time to come, saying, What do these stones mean to you? Then you shall answer them that the waters of the Jordan were cut off before the ark of the covenant of the Lord when it crossed over the Jordan. The waters of the Jordan were cut off and these stones shall be in memory to the children of Israel forever. And the children of Israel did so just as Joshua commanded and took up 12 stones from the midst of the Jordan. As the Lord had spoken to Joshua, according to the number of the tribes of the children of Israel and carried them over with them to the place where they lodged and laid them down there. Then Joshua set up 12 stones in the midst of the Jordan in the place where the feet of the priest who bore the Ark of the Covenant stood, and they are there to this day. Joshua 4, 5 through 9. God wanted the people of Israel to remember his provision and tell the story to their children who would tell it to their children. He asked that 12 stones be brought to the other side from the riverbed, so the people could forever remember what he had made possible. Future generations that would be discouraged and would need to boost to continue enduring and overwhelming times could look at those stones and say, God did it once, he'll do it again. What stones do you need to remember and follow? Maybe that of a praying grandmother A neighbor who never gave up on you? A friend who believed in you more than you did? What stones can you look ahead to for the strength to push the vision forward and continue? 
Maybe you didn't have the best examples to light your way. If that's the case, then you need to start stacking your own stones for your children and for those around you because they will need some stones to follow. There's a path that leads to righteousness to life. You just have to follow the stones. When Jesus rose from the dead on the third day, he rolled the stone away from the entrance of the tomb to appear before his disciples. The stone is outside the empty tomb. Jesus is the living stone. When you're tired, when your best laid plans have fallen to pieces, when you have more questions than answers, follow the stone that leads to life everlasting. As weary travelers like Douglas Macernan known, sometimes the path forward is difficult to see. Sometimes when we look ahead, we see nothing but a storm of chaos. Sometimes we don't even have it in us to look ahead. But remember, what lies ahead is the promise that whosoever endures to the end will be saved. These little troubles are getting us ready for an eternal glory that will make all our troubles seem like nothing. 2 Corinthians 4.17